Today, we talk about one of the most powerful tools for assessing the health of your business on today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. This is episode number 19. My name is Ryan Black. And my name is Levi Hunsaker. How are you doing today, Ryan? I am doing incredible. I am super excited. This is a topic (laughs) that, I don't know, for some people it may be new. For me, I've known about this for decades. I mean, I've been doing doing SWOT analysis on my businesses forever. And so I'm excited to be here with you, Levi, going over this and sharing our thoughts and ideas about this strategy because it is powerful, especially if you've never done a SWOT analysis on your business. This can be, seriously, can be a game changer. So So, I'm excited to dive in. (laughs) So you say it's one of the most powerful things. Why do you say that? Well, because, so your baby never looks ugly to you right? (laughs) There's no other way of putting it. You think your baby's pretty. And sometimes, obviously, you can get other people's input and feedback. But doing a SWOT analysis is a self-assessment on your business, on the health of your business, and really getting real. And when you do it regularly, and when you're authentic and, and honest with yourself, you can really come up with new ideas, with new strategies. You can you can even turn the change the shift the direction of where your business is is headed, just from one simple analysis section. So, it's it allows you to check yourself, and and I think it's every time I've ever done it, it has brought forth some really interesting perspectives maybe that I didn't think of before, and as well as just keeping things grounded as far as where my business is at, what the challenges are, and what where the opportunities are for growth. Yeah, absolutely. And and with anything, you've got to look at the intent. Because just like you said, your baby is never ugly. If you go into it with that in mind, you're not being real. You're not really opening yourself up to the process. So I would encourage you guys that as you go to do these SWOT analysis on your business, on your personal life, you know, anywhere that you're looking at doing these, really try to look at it with an outside perspective. So look at it like your competitor or your spouse or your friends. Like look, really look and be honest. And sometimes the ugly truth comes out that your baby might be ugly. (laughs) And that's okay because now you know and you can look at what you can do to fix that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be, you got to be willing to be coachable and willing to make change. Otherwise, obviously it does you no benefit, but you know what I just realized? We forgot to make our huge announcement. Oh, I'm excited about this. Okay. So guys, this is what we've got going for you. We, as you know, we've got this podcast, we've got a bunch of really cool things we got cooking in the background for you, but we are happy to announce that as of today, we have released our seven favorite training videos that we have to you guys absolutely free. All you gotta do is uh, go to our website and then you'll see the banner there and you can sign up. Just throw in your email address, sign up, and you will get over the next seven days our favorite trainings um, absolutely free. So we wanted to let you guys know that. Go and sign up and get those. We look forward to, to seeing you. The coolest thing about that is in those trainings, Levi and I are actually in the same room. Holy smokes. We're at the same location. <laughs> it's, not, it's not via the, uh, the interwebs. So go sign up for that. And, uh, and of course, 
us, like everyone else, we love doing SWOT analysis on every aspect of our business. So one of those things in that training is we're gonna be looking for your feedback. If you have an input or ideas, that's how we can constantly be improving and, and uh, changing you know, the, the value that we're adding to you guys. So as you participate uh, you know, in that training and receive that value, man, if you got an idea, you have a suggestion, please, by all means, share it with us. We'd love to receive your feedback because that allows us to improve the, uh, you know, the things that we're offering to you guys. So. Absolutely. All right. So back to SWOT analysis. You know, we didn't even, we kind of jumped the gun. <laughs> what is SWOT analysis? What does SWOT mean? We haven't even defined that. So SWOT analysis is an acronym, right? SWOT, S-W-O-T, and it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so, you know, today we're looking at it kind of in the context of really business or life. You can do a SWOT analysis on your marriage. You can do a SWOT analysis on your health. You can do a SWOT analysis on your business. And that's usually what people think of when they think of SWOT analysis. But you really can use it in any, um, you know, in, in any circumstances. You can, you can apply the SWOT analysis principle. And it starts with strengths. So... What, uh, what are some of the things that we look at, Levi, when we're saying, okay, this is where we're at. What, what, how do we want to kind of dissect it down as far as strengths are concerned? So yeah, the, the first thing as we dive into this is you're going to be asking yourselves a lot of questions. And that's a really important part of the process because questions open your mind up to answering and solving problems and, and really exploring maybe outside of the box for solutions, right? Right now, you're you're you've built a box for yourself, and doing the SWOT analysis is going to help you look and say, okay, how can I expand that box, or how can I jump outside of this box and and really take this to the next level? So the first question that we're going to ask ourselves when we're examining our strengths is, what is it that we do that we do really really well? That's going to be your strengths. Um, the next one is going to be. You know, what unique resources or relationships do you have available to you? Because it's now you're talking about what do you have in and of yourself to bring to the table? And then who do you know or what do you have available to you that can also that you can bring to the table and and really improve your business? And sometimes those are difficult things to ask, especially what do you do really well? So the question that I like to think about is when we're talking about strengths is if you're having a hard time thinking about what do you do really well, ask other people, ask other people, what is it that I do really well that you see? Sometimes we don't see it in ourselves or sometimes it's just as simple as seeing what you have had people tell you that you do really well in the past. So really examining that. Well, and one, and this is one interesting thing to consider too, is sometimes what it's really important that you ask outside people's opinions because other people may see something as a strength in your business where you see that exact same item <laughs> as a weakness, right? Or vice versa, you know? And so it's really important to not only know what you know you do well, but what do other people, what are your customers, you know, what are your associates, what do they perceive as, as your strengths? Because that can be a, a painful sting at times <laughs> if you think, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And everyone's like, no, you suck at that. Um, well, <laughs> there's a disconnect somewhere. And that's, a you know, 
a good starting point to get you headed in the right direction. Well, and, so. and I guess one thing to, to point out on this is, yeah, you're going to get some outside feedback in this process. But remember that not all advice is something that you want to act on. So right. what you have to do is don't get emotional about the advice. Just write it down, take it in, and figure out, does it align with your vision, with your mission? We've talked about mission and vision statements before. Uh-huh. But does this align with where you're trying to go? If the advice takes you in an opposite direction of where you're trying to go, that is not the advice that you want to take. What you want to make sure is the feedback and advice that you're getting is going to help you improve in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh, in the words of, of Dr. G, everyone, you know, opinions are like noses. Everyone has one and some <laughs> of them smell. So, <laughs> so oh, I loved know. that quote. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, take that with a grain of salt, other people's input. But it really is it really is important, and I guess we kind of glossed over this, but as you know as you guys, as you are doing a SWOT analysis, what you want to do is literally sit down and take a piece of paper or take you know get in front of your computer and map out bullet point out what are the strengths of my business and you know or on, on a whiteboard, whatever bullet point everything out one by one, and you are making a list because that's important for you to map it out as well as then to compare that you know, with, with any you know, advisors or, or board members that, you, you know, that you're working with um, or you know, other associates, partners, things like that. It's, uh, it's important to do. So that's the, Definitely. The, the process in and of itself is not that complicated. It's simply being real with yourself and, and then acting upon the information that, you know, that comes out from that analysis. Yeah, without without going and, and making real meaningful change after this is all said and done, what's the point? You're just checking a box. Yeah. Yep. So we've talked about strengths. Now let's talk about the flip side, Ryan. What? How do you talk about weaknesses when you are examining this in a SWOT analysis? It's easy. I just look in the mirror. I'm like, well, there we go. <laughs> a to Z, weakness, all done. No, weaknesses is, is really important because, I mean, strengths... Strengths are obviously important, but we're, when we're focused on doing a SWOT analysis, we're focused on what areas can we improve. And so if you're unwilling or unable to identify where your weaknesses lie, you're just going to stay where you are. You're not going to scale. You're not going to grow. You're not going to progress. Once again, everything that we're saying, we're, we're, we're purposefully being kind of generic in how we say things on today's episode because you guys can absolutely apply this to really any of the five F's we've talked about, faith, family, fitness, finances, or fun, right? You can apply where can, where can you improve in any of those areas? If it's with your spouse, with your kids, you know, with your parents, it doesn't matter. So uh, first looking at that, right? What, how can you improve? And, and then also being really vulnerable and real about what resources or relationships are you lacking, right? For us, it's all about, well, it's kind of three key things. We've got to, to be successful and to, to really live a champion life in our champion hustle. First is mindset. Second is knowledge. And third is relationships. So it's knowing how to think and then what you know and who you know. And so if you are you know, lacking resources, those are usually pretty easy to come by. It just requires some creativity. And then relationships. If you don't have the right relationships or you're having current relationships that are bringing you down instead of lifting you up, 
you know, that, uh, and it could be something as simple as maybe the strategic partner, maybe a vendor you're working with is not providing the product or service that meets your needs, or they're doing it at a price point that's holding you back, right? I mean, there's, it's, everyone's business is very different. Their situation is different, but you, you ask yourself these questions and then you plug it into your own individual situation. Another thing to consider is, uh, you know, likewise, we look at strengths. What do other people you know, what's their perception? Because their perception is their reality. We've talked about that on the, some of the mindset episodes. So what do others see as your weaknesses? And, and so because many times we were blind to it. We won't even see what our weaknesses are. So looking and seeing, you know, what do you guys perceive that are weaknesses in our business or in our relationship? Um, I found that works especially well in relationships. My opinion of what the weakness <laughs> is and my wife's opinion are <laughs> sometimes very, very different. And so, um, because we see our perspective, right? So it's, it's great to be able to communicate that and then work towards a common solution together. So yeah, asking other people's opinions. And, and this is a huge one. You know, you talked about this in strengths, uh, asking other people's opinions and the fact that it's going to sting. I actually think that this one stings a little bit less because you are prepared for it, right? When right. you when you go and talk to somebody about your strengths and they say, no, you really kind of suck at that. Um, <laughs> that's gonna catch you off guard. But if you go into the situation and say, okay, I'm looking for what I'm not doing so well, and you're gonna have to have people that are willing to possibly even offend you a little bit. But as you do that and you're getting real honest feedback, like you, you've mentally prepared yourself for the sting of that. It doesn't hurt quite as much as kind of on the strength side if you if you got told that, no, that's not really a strength of yours. So just remember you're you're going out, you're wanting the feedback. Don't don't let that hold you back. And really, don't be offended by it. Right now it's just about getting the data, getting the facts, so that you can figure out a game plan, a strategy on how to move forward from here. Exactly. And that's, you know, for, I mean, as you guys can tell, Levi and I, our personalities were, you know, we're pretty pragmatic. We're pretty straightforward about things. And that's just our personality. No, it's neither good nor bad. That's simply, you know, kind of who we are. <laughs> and so, uh, but for some folks, especially if they're really emotionally involved in their business or, or whatever it is they're looking at, they can get pretty sensitive and, and even really offended. And so, you know, we would invite you kind of prepare yourself if that's more of your personality where you're, you know, much content to be a little more emotionally involved. Take a step back, prepare yourself so that you can look at it pragmatically and not get because that emotion will cloud your judgment and it will restrict you from being able to have clarity and open communication in what it is that you're trying to accomplish. I had, uh, years ago, I had a, a business advisor and uh, she, was, she was great, Helen was her name. And uh, you know, she was just very experienced. Uh, she'd been a, a high, big, high power executive for many, I mean, for decades in different industries and telecommunications. And uh, just a great lady. But man, when I would go in and meet with her, she was kind of like a business mentor that, that I would meet with. We meet with on a, about a monthly basis. Oh man, I would come out of that meeting, my knees would be shaken <laughs> because <laughs> she would tell me how it was. She would say, "You're doing this wrong and this and this and this is garbage and you've got." To, and so I, okay, thank you, thank you, uh, right? 
But I loved it because I knew that she cared about me and she cared about wanting to make the business grow, but she didn't sugarcoat it. It was straight to the point, you've got to change this, this, and that. You're horrible at this. You're amazing at that. Let's focus. And so she kind of gave me a mini SWOT analysis every time we met. So (laughs) don't... (laughs) I, I love that you brought that story up because sometimes the people in your life are going to sugarcoat it for you. And really to get the true honest feedback and move forward and level up into your champion hustle and and take things to the next level sometimes that requires paying somebody who is being paid to not be your friend exactly right they're not your friend they're they're there to make sure that you take the next steps and that you improve your business and they're going to tell you like it is so i, I love that story yeah. Now I'm not going to invite her over for Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> because she would just be, you know, railing on me the whole time about the business. The turkey's but, overdone. <laughs> exactly. But I know, but she was, I mean, she was a sweet lady, really a nice person, but I mean, she got down to business. So, you know, it made me uncomfortable, but it's so worth it. So, yeah. All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is we've looked at strengths. We looked at weaknesses. Now we're going to talk about opportunities. And really, this is where the creativity gets to come alive because you're not looking for what you've done in the past. You're looking for where you're headed in the future. So what you're going to do is you're going to be looking at, hey, what other opportunities are available to you? And you know what? You've heard it before. No idea is stupid. When you are brainstorming, just write everything down, right? You're looking for other opportunities. How can you take something and combine it with something else? and really make a leap forward. So look at those opportunities, think outside the box. How can you create strategic partnerships that will help benefit both of you moving forward? And that's a great way to to look for new opportunities is with partnerships. Um, Another thing that you can do is um, look at what's happening in the marketplace. What currently is trending that you can capitalize on? And I don't know how many of you guys know this, but there's actually a website, Google Trends, that you can research what is trending. You can actually go out and find out what is trending similar to the products that you have, and that can actually help you find little niches that you can work yourself into. So look at what's trending and how you can capitalize on that. So you mentioned, it's funny that you mentioned Google, because as you were talking, it made me think of you know, some of the most innovative products and services that Google has come out with over the last couple decades have come from the, I can't remember what they officially call it, but it's like employee free time that, uh, that Google has, right? Where they, they ask all of their developers and employees to spend, I, I think it's 20% of their time, I can't remember, but a specific portion of their time doing things that have nothing to do with their current workload. And so I know like, you know, Gmail, that's the first one that comes to mind, but they've, they have like serious aspects of their business that were created out of the employees saying, what's a new opportunity? What's something completely different that we haven't done before that we could do? And they start working on it. And then it has, you know, a lot of those ideas obviously were horrible. They never developed, but there have been some huge winners. And so, um, you know, as you're looking at, keeping that in mind as you're looking with your business or your situation, really try to think outside the box. What are different opportunities, right? What is your, what is your, what are your skill sets? What kind of resources do you have? Who do you know? How could you repurpose that or evolve that into something else that could be 
entirely outside of your current scope. Obviously, you don't want to get distracted and totally derail from what your mission and vision is. But um, yeah, just that open, free thinking of how can I repurpose all of the resources that I have into something new? And you never know what cool idea might pop up and it could be that next great idea. Yeah, and that's that's a great point. You, you talked about resources, but this is also where, where we're gonna bring your strengths back into it. So the question is, are you utilizing your strengths and taking advantage of those to create new opportunities? Maybe you've recognized a strength or somebody else told you about a strength that you didn't realize you had. Now it's time to figure out and, and let your mind go to work on how can I put this into practice in my business? Yeah. Well, and I do that all the time because I've had different businesses that, uh, I mean, you know, I used to have the, the video production company and ran that for 11 years. And so any other business I look at, I'm like, okay, great. How can I incorporate some <laughs> aspect of video into what I'm doing? Because, you know, while I don't have the, you know, the massive, you know, trucks and trailers with all the equipment and all that stuff, because I long sold the, you know, the business, but still have the knowledge, have experience and know how to do those things. So once you acquire a marketable skill, figure out how to leverage it in whatever it is that you're, you're doing because it's, it's valuable, right? Use it and put it, put it to good work. So we did strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and T is threats. Threats, what threats do you have in your business? While all of the aspects of SWOT analysis are important, particularly if your business is floundering or if it is in a position where, you know, the numbers are heading downward, they're spiraling down instead of going up, this could be one of the most um, urgent and sensitive things to look at. What threats can harm you? And, And this, you need to recognize, threats against your business can come in two different ways. There are external threats, but there are also internal threats. And a lot of businesses go down because of internal threats. And I mean, I'm not just talking about, you know, employees, you know, stealing stuff or, you know, things like that. I mean, there are lack of organization, lack of cohesion, lack of, it could be a million different things, but looking at internally from me, my team, the people that are, you know, what we're doing, what we're offering, what things are we doing or not doing that are that could be threatening the future the you know the stability of this business obviously on the external side you're looking you know who's your competition who are your competitors what are your competitors doing how does that stack up against you um to go back to the the video analogy because that's something that makes sense to me i remember when 4k came out right 4k video now it's ubiquitous but i remember first when we went from standard definition to high definition and and in in productions because everyone was doing standard def but then high def came out and all of a sudden like we had to upgrade all of our cameras to high def cameras because we didn't have that initially when i started back in 2005 you could buy high def cameras but most people weren't shooting high def and so we had to upgrade everything because that was a threat if we would have stuck with standard def company would have gone out of business and then the same thing happened a few years later once all these people kept, uh, you know, technology kept advancing and all of a sudden everyone was shooting on 4K. 4K, not HD. So like, great, now we got to upgrade all the cameras again because otherwise we couldn't remain competitive. So there's a little video analogy for you, but well, it's and, important. And as you look at this, there's, there's a couple of thoughts that came to me. The first is, as you're looking at internal, um, 
think about the, the just starting entrepreneur. They just barely started their business, they're getting things going, and they have a, an employee force of one. They're the CEO, the CFO, the, the receptionist, right? They, they handle everything. The CJO, so, the chief yep. janitorial officer. Exactly. So as you're looking at these things, and, and you're that employee of one, that business of one, your threats really are what is stealing, and we're gonna go back to that analogy of stealing, what is stealing your time? Because anytime you spend doing something that is not moving your business forward, you might think it's doing good things for the business, but if it is not progressing the business forward, that is stealing your time. And you know, you've just gotta make sure that those efforts are focused. Um, the second thing that uh, came up is now gone. I'm having trouble today. It's okay, Levi. <laughs> Thanks for keeping it real. It's all good. See, it looks like I think you need to do a SWOT analysis. On my on, brain. On your brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, and speaking, speaking of analysis, um, and I mean, we've, we've kind of alluded to this, right? But as you're looking at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, you really want to look at it. Um, you can almost do it departmentally, like if that makes sense to you, right? You can look, okay, from a financial aspect, if you imagine that you had you know, this big Fortune 500 company, you've got all these different departments, right? You've got customer service, and you've got sales, and marketing, and research and development, and you know, accounting, and you know, all the different departments. Even, even if you're just, like you said, a one-man band right now, it doesn't matter, or one-woman band, say, okay, from a financial standpoint, from an accounting standpoint, what are my strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? And when you break it down categorically or by department, then you might come up with some different ideas and think of different things. Whereas, you know, you know, your IT department, maybe there's certain technology uh, resources, software, you know, that you need that will help you be more productive. So it, it makes sense to break it down and do that analysis by department or by areas to make sure you don't miss anything. Yeah, so another another great thing that you talked about in threats is, and you just kind of touched on this in your story, is what is your competition doing, right? Is if your competition goes to 4K and you didn't go to 4K, how's that going to be working out for you? Not and good. so you have to be willing to adapt to things that are coming outside of your business. There's a lot of things outside of your control, but you still have to adapt to it. Even this year, like for example, Hertz declared bankruptcy this year. The Hertz car rental company, whoever thought that would have happened, yeah. right? That was a giant in the car rental company. Barnes and Noble, I mean, think about these companies, Blockbuster Video, Barnes and Noble, Hertz, Neiman Marcus, right? These massive companies could not adapt or could not adapt fast enough to what the competition was doing. Yeah. And they're really hurting because of it. Now, some of them may survive bankruptcy, others may not. We don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But that, and, and that would not to be like, I told you so, but if those companies, right, and, and sometimes we're surprised because these are like really big companies. You think they have their, you know, they're running their A game, but if they would have been running a SWOT analysis and looking and realizing, okay, we've got this, this health crisis, there's, you know, government lockdowns, there's all these things that are going to change not only customer buying behavior, but the ability for us to function as an internal team, as a company, 
from a you know from an operations and employee standpoint, if they would have really taken that as a serious threat, they would have pivoted and figured out a way to survive. But as we've seen, so many of those companies, I, I don't know if they assumed or they just couldn't think of a solution and they just, uh, you know, they've gone under, which has been sad. And so, you know, it's, it's definitely a fresh topic on our minds, but your business, your situation with what you've got going doesn't have to be added to that graveyard if you are on top of it and on top of running your analysis. Definitely. All right. Um, another question is how does your, how do your weaknesses how do they expose you to threats in your competition, right? So really, what are your weakness threats? How do those come into your business? How do they affect what you're doing and how can you overcome them so that you don't end up in that graveyard of, the, of business? Yeah. Once again, it goes back to just being real, being vulnerable and saying, this is where we have opportunities. This is our strengths, our weaknesses, our threats. And then the most important part, taking action, doing what you need to do to affect those changes. And then, and, and, and a SWOT analysis is not like, oh, I did it once, now I'm done. It should be a regular thing where you're constantly looking because there's market factors that are changing, your customer buying behavior is changing, right? Industry norms are changing. There's constantly things that are changing. And so as, just as the market and everything else is fluid, you need to be fluid as well to be able to adapt and mold and continue to thrive. And SWOT analysis, man, I think you guys get it. We are really sold on SWOT <laughs> analysis because we have done it for, I mean, years and years and years, and it makes such a big difference. So. It does. And, and one way to look at this is really examining SWAT is, if you put it as a quadrant, you know, your four quadrants, you have an internal and an external row where, you know, your internal row is going to include a positive and a negative item, right? So mm -hmm. strengths and weaknesses are positive and negative internally. And then opportunities and threats, well, that's an external thing. That's something that it's not coming from you directly. It's coming from outside your business that you can bring into your business, but then there's a positive and negative aspect of it. So you're really looking at your your wins and losses in an internal and external perspective and really figuring out how you can adjust. And the more often that you're doing this, the little corrections that you can make to put yourself on the track to reach your goals, to reach your vision, to reach your mission that you are going for. Amen, brother. <laughs> Preach to me. No, that's awesome. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thanks, Levi. I think this, is, this has been a great conversation today. And uh, so thank you guys for, for joining us. You know, next week we've got an awesome topic. We are uh, going to be talking about real estate again. I mean, you guys get it, right? We, we have different businesses, but, you know, our core is we're real estate investors. We do active investing, passive investing. And, you know, one of the things that, that uh, especially for newer folks, a lot of times they get, they get confused about running comps running uh, comparables to be able to you know figure out the value on a property and so that's actually what we're going to be talking about next week running and comps as an investor do you have to have a real estate agent to do it for you Ooh, Ooh. I, we can't answer that yet they're gonna have to wait until next week to find out 
We will discuss that next week. So we look forward to having you guys join us for that. And once again, I want to remind you on our big announcement, we've got seven of our favorite video trainings that we would like to give you, gift to you, absolutely free. And you'll receive those over the next seven days. All you got to do is go to our website, which is once again, championhustle.com. And uh, just throw your email in there on the sign-up link. And then you'll be able to receive that content over the next week. So we look forward to having you guys sign up for that. And once again, all of our uh, subscription options and everything can also be found at our website, championhustle.com. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. Mm-hmm.